Great God of steadfast love, we study your works and delight in your ways. Illumine our understanding by your Holy Spirit that we may reverence your name and grow in your wisdom. Amen. So if you haven't been here for a few weeks, this will seem very strange. Why has Ingrid chosen this story of Jesus' arrest before his crucifixion in the middle of summer? Don't we do that in the spring sometime, like right around Easter? Yes, yes we do. <laughs> and yes, it is a totally strange time of year to read it. We have been recounting the last week of Jesus' life over the last several weeks, focusing on some of the tiny details that undergird the very big and very important things that happen. Little bits that are important, but sometimes get lost in the telling of the big and overarching story of Jesus' crucifixion and resurrection. So today we just heard about the way Jesus was arrested before his trial and subsequent execution. Just a reminder, little recap, Sunday, he rode into Jerusalem on the donkey. Monday, flipping tables. Tuesday, confrontation with the scribes and Pharisees. Wednesday, Judas planned to betray him and the anonymous woman who anointed him with oil. Thursday, Last Supper. And it is now the middle of the night, and they have come to arrest him. Today, I want to take our camera lens and set our focus on the disciples. Last week, when we learned about Jesus' Last Supper and we shared in the sacrament of communion together, we learned of, in that last meal, Jesus' modeling of self-giving love. He was the one who served. He offered the bread and the wine. He invited them to share and to remember moving forward as they enacted the beginning of a new covenant, a new way of living life together. Yet even as he poured himself out for them in that sacred, holy moment, they failed. At the table was Judas, the one who would give Jesus over to the authorities. At the table, Jesus warned Peter that he would deny him three times. Setting the stage for our reading today, they all set out, moving to the Mount of Olives. Jesus instructed the disciples to stay alert and to pray. Then he went off to pray on his own. And what happened? Came back from his own prayer time, and there they are, sleeping. Failed again. And then in today's selection, a crowd arrived. Judas at the front. Judas, Judas leaned in to kiss Jesus, a betrayal in the intimate act of friendship. And the others? Had they learned anything from Jesus? Peter grabbed a sword and cut off the ear to the assistant of the high priest. The disciples failed to understand all through the gospel stories of Jesus' earthly ministry. And they fail right up to the very end of Jesus' life. They fail and they fail and they fail. Highlighting for us the dramatic contrast between the kingdom of God and the prison of our own selfishness, our own inability to do what is right on our own. 
the disciples learn the depths of their weakness, of their frailty, and their need for a strength beyond their own. What about our caterpillar today? He starts out well. Apple, couple of pears, few plums. But Saturday, whoa, chocolate cake, ice cream, salami, sausage pie, candy. And then a whole lot of regret. Caterpillars know what they are supposed to eat. And yet our little friend failed to do what he knew he should be doing. And if that were the full expression of our story, it would be very bad news indeed. You will fail. Even when your intentions are good, you will screw it up. Important stuff at critical times and right in front of God. But that isn't our story. Our story is one of second and third and 589th chances. Yes, at the table of the Last Supper was the one who would give Jesus over to the authorities, yet Jesus did not withhold the bread and wine. Yes, Jesus warned Peter that he would deny him three times, but he did not cast him away, but rather urged him to return once his failure was complete in order to strengthen the others. Even after all that time teaching love, mercy, forgiveness, and nonviolence, when they came to arrest him, Peter pulled out the sword and used it. And Jesus jumped up and said, no. But he didn't send Peter away. He healed the man's ear and said, let them be, even in this. Can you just picture Peter when he is corrected in this way? The anguish screwing up his face as he realizes what he has done. How could I have done this? I know better. Maybe it's the same sad little face we saw on the caterpillar after his frenzied day of binge eating. How could I have done this? I know better. Over and over again throughout the stories of Jesus in all the Gospels, the disciples don't measure up. Don't get me wrong, they do plenty right. They drop those nets and follow. They go where he leads them. They listen and they learn and they try and they work. But left to their own devices, they cannot do what's right. Paul writes about this very thing in Romans. I do not do what I want, but I do the very thing I hate. I do not do the good I want to do. But the good news here is that we are never told we need to do this on our own. We are assured time and time again that Jesus is here, that Jesus is for us, and that God will give us the strength we need to live out our call as Christians, as disciples of Christ. So long as we keep coming back, we keep seeking, we keep trying. Now, I don't know about you, but those disciples, those are my people. <laughs> I get them. I try, and I have the 
best of intentions and when push comes to shove, I can so easily forget all the things I know, all the things I believe, all the things I teach. And I step in it again. And that caterpillar, starting out with fruit and vegetables only to follow it up with pie and cupcakes and the like, this is a story I know. And the response is the same. Whether literal or figurative, the disciples and the caterpillar and me too, we feel awful after having done the wrong thing, especially because we know the right thing. Because we spend time and energy, we spend our lives trying to follow. And yet the disciples didn't end there and neither do we. The story highlights for us, yes, the depths of their weakness, the depths of our own weakness, but it also shows us that no matter what terrible things we do, Jesus is right there with us. Even in the garden, the sweaty, adrenaline-filled moment in the dark of his very last night, bloody ear in hand, Jesus remains with them and for them, healing the wounds they inflicted, correcting the mistake, forgiving. Even after the gluttonous extravaganza of the caterpillar, he is led back on course, given another chance, and eats that nice green leaf and feels better. It's why today's sermon is called Gifts of Humility. At the core of it, humility means to be teachable. And that is faith in Jesus to know that we can be taught, that we can screw it up again and again, even in the most dire of circumstances, and Jesus can catch our attention, heal the wounds we have inflicted, and teach us once again about love. Now all this talk about the ways that we have, the ways that we do, the ways that we will mess up and fail might sound like a discouraging word, but I promise you it is not. The recognition of our own weakness is paradoxically our greatest source of strength, not to mention a tremendous relief. We will not get it right all the time. We are not expected to be perfect. We are not God. The disciples learn the depths of their weakness, their frailty, and their need for a strength beyond their, their own. In our day-to-day -day living, we too encounter our own failings and come face-to-face -face with the reality that we need a strength greater than our own. And we have it. That strength is here. That strength is with us. That strength is for us. With that spirit of humility, teachability, we can grow, we can learn, we can be the church just as Peter did. Because despite all of our denials, our betrayals, our violent outbursts and sneaky backstabbing, Jesus still shows up for us, still calls us to be his body here on earth, his church. Shockingly, Peter becomes the rock on which all of this is built. Shockingly, 
the caterpillar transforms into a butterfly. And perhaps, so will we. Amen.